producer extraordinaire. It's none other than Timmy T. Miranda. So please, we are interactive, uh, looking forward to what it is you want to ask Coach Steve Compella because he is on the line 0605842250. That is our WhatsApp number. So go ahead, send through your questions. And remember, keep them nice, short, sweet and to the point because we get so many messages and so many questions that I'd love to get through all of them. But without further ado, let's welcome Coach Steve Compella to the show. Coach, a warm welcome to the show and thank you for your time on the Saturday afternoon. Thank you very much, Romy. And I think before I could say anything, one has to take this small moment to congratulate you for being the winner of the best show and also the best content producer, Timmy. You guys are doing a great job. I know you have been congratulated for far too much and too long. <laughs> but I think each one of us wants to take a little bit of your shine by saying, let's shine with you as well. Please, thank you. Do shine with us. Thank you very much for that, Coach. It is thoughtful. We've made it to day 30 of the lockdown, and I've seen you on social media. I mean, I see your guns are growing there, you know, the way you're just <laughs> lifting weights. <laughs> you're sending out the motivationals for people also just to, you know, keep their their head about themselves. Um, but how are you really doing? I'm doing very well. I'm, 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 I don't want to lie to you. I'm extremely... To me, this has come more as a time to be more with oneself and time where you you reflect on yourself more often, time where there's not much you can do in terms of minutes, seconds or hours. Mm. Sometimes we even forget that today is a Saturday. So I've, I've been doing extremely well that you can do anything. You've got time in your hands. There's no pressure, nothing. But you just have to make it a point that you do the best that you can in a way that when you look at it, you'd really enjoy. I've been doing very well. And I hope the same goes with you and your listeners. Mm -hmm. I mean, some days are better than others, really, Coach. I mean, you know, you have these up and downs. And yes, they fluctuate because you want to have your life back. Don't you? Don't you want to be back with your team physically, you know, competing and seeing the season off uh, as we were supposed to on May 9th? I think my my mindset is slightly different. You you had it been that we needed to go into those matches, I would I would immediately have switched into a mode of I'm preparing for this match. Mm. Uh, but fact that the, the, that possibility is neither here nor there, then I'm looking at the kind of life that I'm that I'm facing currently, and I have to concentrate on this interview that I give the best concentration in terms of the questions so that I can respond appropriately and give respect to. So I focus for now. In as much as I know that one would be missing football and all that, but there's really nothing you can do about it, Romy. Mm. So the best thing you can ever do is, there's a book by Eckhart Tolle. Yes. The Power of Now. It's a guide. It helps you understand that where you at, is the most precious moment. In as much as I would have loved to be in a footballing environment, it's not happening now, but mm-hmm. I'm living now in a period of lockdown. What then do I need to do during this period of lockdown? By so doing, I move into an acceptance zone, and my life becomes easy. Because the only time you become more stressful under strain is when there's a conflict in terms of the real world and the ideal world. In an ideal world, I would want to be in football. Mm. But the reality is that I can't be in football. 
And then but you can't physically back. be in football, right? You can't physically be entrenched in it. But are you entrenched in it mentally? Because I'm sure that the coaching still continues yeah. with, with your team. Yeah, 100% correct, Ron. But, but you think about it and you engage yourself. Uh, is always there. And as much as you might not be there physically, but you can still travel the road. Mm. Uh, what, what you're saying reminds me of the last session we had yesterday. Nine o'clock in the morning. We were training. It's more virtual training for the yeah. team. So w- when you're training, what are you doing? We we connect to, to, to Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then we invite all the players. All of them then participate. Manda, Manda would send a, an invite. And quarter to nine, they start getting in, getting in, getting in. And then five to nine, nine o'clock, we start. And then we do audit that everybody's in. Mm-hmm. And then... And is everybody in, or, or are there a few slacking? Hey, you know how they are. <laughs> and, and, which, which then takes us to another level of what are the challenges you're going through now and how do you solve them? There's a guy who's from more of a remote area in a, in a village. Mm-hmm. The, the network is not, is not doing very well, and they're finding it difficult to connect. That's another challenge. Yeah. Now, you load and connect everybody, everybody, there will always be this one who, hey, but I have a problem. Mark Kubela, for instance. Mm. Mark Kubela has, I don't know where he is. Could be, could be that maybe he's not at the place that I'm mentioning. I don't know. <laughs> but he told me that, no, but coach, I can't connect but because it's remote and all that. But then at the back of that challenge, then there's an advantage that the network gets informed that the network is, is weak at that particular spot. Mm. It informs the Department of Education to say, listen, if you want to go to go to go the the the, the IT way, if you want kids to learn virtually, then you need to request whoever the network to take them there and then go connect there so that you can improve yeah, the network. Yeah. So there's massive opportunities, but not everybody loads, but most of them do. Mm. And then we go through virtual training. And what does training consist of? Because wherever you are, you might not have a treadmill or a bike or anything. So are you making do with what players really have at their disposal? You, you have to be... Lockdown is all about acceptance of where you're at. Uh, Steve Compella does not have a treadmill at home. Makubela might not even have a weight at home, mm-hmm. but you have to be creative and we're different. And you can imagine if all of us had treadmills and weights and everything, it means this country would not have any treadmill anywhere else. But then you have to be, look at your environment. You check, you check where you sit. It Okay, there's a stool outside. Can I do squats there? Mm-hmm. Can I, anything that you have can work as, as all use your own body weight. But what I do, I have a few dumbbells here. The resistance belt, cheese balls. I've got some weights that I use, carpet and all that, and mm-hmm. I've got some small space. That's what I do. Now, when it comes to the team, Romy, the, the fitness coach always sends them a message, maybe today. If there's a train tomorrow, say, listen, uh, we're going to be working on this. He gives them the requirements for, for training tomorrow so that they can prepare their stations. And then as he demonstrates whether he's using hazards, if a player does not have handles, he must improvise and find something that he mm. be jumping mm. over. Uh, if he's talking weight, a player must improvise, he could use bricks. Okay, there are no bricks, there's no weight. Then you have to then develop an exercise or a drill that serves the same purpose. By using maybe your body, it could be you're pushing against the wall, 
yeah. could be push up, sit up. There's just many ways. But then he designs. But fortunately, most of his requirements before training are met. That the next day when we go to training, everybody is ready, and mm-hmm. it's been it's been very successful. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear. It's 18 minutes after four o'clock. I'm in conversation with Coach Steve Compella, and we're going straight to the lines now as our listeners want to ask a question, Coach. And here we go. Anytime. also go to the wonderful caller. A fact that he's seeking advice for someone else is a man who tells you that they care a lot. Mm. The, first, the first word, Romy, would be acceptance. I don't know whether I should I break it down or I might just mention them and go through. Go, go for it. Go for it, coach. Okay. Uh, accept, accept, accept conditions as they are. Acceptance. The second one, reflection. After you reflect, and 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 advance, seek to advance. You 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 first accept where you at. Okay, conditions are like this. I can't go out. I can't do this. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Yes. And then start reflecting on what can I? What can I? Okay. It is that which hinders your progress. This thing is stifling. I'm in prison. I can't move. Mm. As soon as you realize that mm, I cannot reflect, you start checking around. You read. You analyze. And then you look to advance. You start doing push-ups. Here is Steve Compel rested in a solitary confinement. There's nothing, only four walls. Maybe in a eight by four, there's nothing he can do. Mm. Steve must develop a way to walk up and down, do push-ups. First, he accepted that I'm confined. I can't move. Secondly, he reflected on what could be my survival mechanic. What can I do here to survive mechanics? What can I do? In that there's still nothing. Then you have to improvise. By wanting to, to you because I mean to remain still, you're gonna lose your mind. Mm. So you have to have some activities. Which those activities come from you check left, right, center. What is it that is available? Anything at your disposal must help your advancement. The ways are accept, reflect, mm-hmm. and to advance. Advance. Accept, reflect, advance. And advance. Yes. What are you reading at the moment as as you pass time? You, I, as I said, I'm reading Eckhart Tolle now. But but I, I, I just flip and flip. There's a lot of books that I check. There's, a, there's one, when I looked again in my archives, I was checking which one can I go through. There's one that, it is the essence of attraction. It's more psychological. There was one that spoke about being black in mm-hmm. the world. By 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 uh, uh, some guy called Mangai. Uh, I also looked at this one where he spoke about the history of South Africa, the native life in South Africa, how South Africans were thrown to the streets, and how 
the land was taken from them and all that. Because you have to be politically conscious. Yeah, yeah. Without, without knowing where you're from, you can't know where you're at and where you're where going. Where you going. Good point, yeah. Coach. Good, yeah. good, good point. Let's go to Pulukwane now, because I know that Victor is dying to ask you a question. Victor, you're okay. live on the air. Hello, Sister Rumi. How are you? Always good. Thank you, Victor. Go ahead. The coach is listening. To ask uh, Coach, what advice can you give to the coaches who are struggling? I mean, what can they use in this time of uh, lockdown? Thank you, Victor. Thank you. Coach, did you get that? I got that. He's asking me what a coach is doing. Uh, I think one, the, the question would be, in my, in my understanding, I would want to extend this thinking by saying, when he asks what should coaches be doing, maybe for their teams, with their teams, or with themselves. From, from their personal point of view, keep active, uh, keep learning, find out more about your work. You can always do your revision. Look at what you've done well, what you still need to do for your team, and also look at your own personal development. And when you're looking at from the, your team point of view, what are you doing with your players? Keep in touch. And I'm going to think around this based on the lack of... Because for those who have your Zoom facilities and everything, it's easy to come up with solutions. Mm. Now, I want to think along the lines of those who are limited in terms of options. Uh, a coach who try try get in touch with them and try advise them to be maybe have a 30-minute workout in the morning Another 30-minute workout in the afternoon, try do some strength, try do that, do jogs, cardio work and all that. Try speak to your players. And above all, beyond the assistance and support you offer them in advising them to keep the physical fitness, it is when you keep in touch with your players, it becomes therapeutic. They know that the coach is there with them. They Mm -hmm. still remember that we are still at work. I consider this more of a period of uh, it's not it's not your off-season per se. It's just a period of pause where the league will resume at any given time because yeah. we still have seven matches to play. Yes. So you try say to them, keep keep active and all that. But the most important, in my opinion, keep in touch with them. And also, players are humans. We coaches must not must not forget to ask them how their families are and mm. how they feel. And, and sometimes in your speech as a coach. You must show a lot of weakness so that they can get strength from you. By maybe citing an example of, you know, I had a problem yesterday and my kids refused with the remote and I've got only <laughs> one TV. Yeah. So, so when you create a scenario where there was conflict and you came out the weakest, and then you start providing them the, the coping mechanisms that, okay, as soon as I realized that there was nothing I could do, there was no way I could be angry with my wife. I could not be angry with them. I just needed to accept and isolate myself. I played music in my car. I found something that actually distracted this anger. So when you say that, you are immediately equipping the boy and the player with the mechanisms of, oh, oh when the coach is angry, he avoids all the conflict and all the, the violence. Mm, that mm. also goes with them that you can never then uh, be happy if you are not by applying violence, yeah, you have yeah. to be calm. Yeah. Coach, where is your mind in terms of the season continuing? You mentioned those seven games, um, and we're taking a look the world over as to what's happening, you know, in the Eredivisie. We're seeing out in Germany uh, teams mm-hmm. going out, uh, training again, and do you think the likelihood of that happening in May is, 
is possible. Yeah, you, you always have to remain optimistic. In leadership, and you know better. You're leading, I don't know how many millions of people. People listen to you. No, 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 no wonder you guys are the best, the best show. People listen to you. At the back of that, you have a heavy responsibility to always exuberate the energy that everybody else should get. So we have to remain optimistic. I am highly optimistic that in whatever form, in whichever way the league gets back resumes, whether the scenario in, in, in Holland unfolds, you, you cannot then start kicking buckets and all that. No, it can't be. No, 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 no. Listen, yeah. just have to look at it and say, how best then can I use this to be to, 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 to advance, as I said earlier. Mm. And, and when it comes back, you are given the opportunity to play again. What had been your, 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 your options? What, what have you been doing? in waiting, saying, in case we play, then this maintenance program and all that you had brought here should then help you through. So you have to be, to be ready for any eventuality. Yeah, yeah. So when, when they say, no, the league is over, then we start planning going forward. When they say, okay, the league resumes, and then again, you start preparing for, 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 for the league. Mm. And this, mm. I mean, ready for every eventuality. Uh, it's both a good and a bad thing because a lot of the talk now happens to be, yes, the PSL still playing, uh, paying um, grants. And now under the spotlight comes, I guess it's not only in football, but let's zoom in on football uh, for the sake of our conversation and just say players' salaries are being cut. Teams are coming out to say, look, this is the reality of the situation. What is the reality out at Golden Arrows? With arrows, there hasn't been. I think, I think. listen, one thing that I must compliment the chair lady and, and the management for, uh, that's, that's an idiom, I wouldn't put it in Turkish because people do not understand Turkish, but I'll explain it. They say, that's Turkish. So all they say is that stretch your legs as far as your blanket can cover. So uh, to that effect, it says something to that. And I learned that when I was in Turkey, and it was profound. Now, the, the chair lady and the arrows administration stretched their legs as far as their blanket could, could cover. Mm. They never overstretched. If you overstretch yourself, when there's an emergency, it becomes so difficult because, one, maybe your reserves are not, your reserves are split and all that. But I think arrows at the moment there hasn't been. Obviously, with time, the PSL, with time, the sponsors, with time, the game. What is happening globally at some stage will also have to to come reflect here. Uh, Andrew Cuomo said something very profound yesterday as well, and he said whatever is happening somewhere elsewhere is happening here. So anything happening elsewhere is happening everywhere, mm. and it is true. Mm. Mm. What is happening all over the world? It is global. It's gonna end up happening back home here, local. So all that, whether it's your 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 your, your Holland decision, you never know, or it could be the one with the Germans or the Spaniards. One or the other, we still have to resume. Now, our authorities in football will bring one of those, which anyway had happened in in, in the global world. So with with finances, and again, Romy, we we can't be we can't be oblivious. Fact remains. Mm. Uh, this health health problem has affected sincerely the economics of this world. Yes, and you can't you can't then divorce them. Mm. 
Uh, in as much as you know that health comes first, you know there's the importance of, 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 of livelihood. Mm. So mm. we'll also have to adapt and see. And I'm going to cite an example again. It's going to be month end. A lot of real estate agents are going to be going through a situation where you have to con- co- collect your rental. And if, mm. if, you cannot, if you cannot get your, your rental from your tenants, you have a problem and you yeah. still have them to, to service your bonds if those are, uh, apartments or properties are still attached with the bank. Yeah. So it's a rippling effect. So all that I'm saying, if the tenant then says, uh-uh, I'm not paying rent. Why? Because I'm not any mm. taken. But then let it also be the understanding of the, ba- the bank that I'm not going to collect the bond yes. because the rent was not collected because the salary was not ended. Do you understand where it comes from? Yeah, yeah, I really do. But I also think that come month end, I really think it's going to be, um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I can't uh, uh, find the word, actually, uh, I'm, I'm, for it. I'm, 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 I'm personally preparing for that because I've been getting feedback from my own, my own, my own private arrangement. But mm. okay, if, if I'm going to have a problem with tenant not paying the rent, and what's going to happen if that property is still under the bank name? I'm still paying bond. How am I going to service the bond? And it would be dangerous if, again, from your own private earnings, you cannot then subsidize your business. It's total collapse. Mm. And not mm. too many of us have the opportunity to be like Romy, who's behind the mic now, can submit an invoice tomorrow. If only you knew, Coach, if only you knew. Hold on. Um, You and I can talk forever, but I want to get the listeners in. They're dying to chat to you. This is from our WhatsApp number, which is 060-584-2250. Good evening. Good evening, Romy. Good evening to the head coach. Yes, sir. Please ask head coach Steve Compella, what is his philosophy as a football coach? What is his philosophy as a football coach? Thank you very much. Thank you so much there for sending through those voice notes on zero six zero five eight four two two five zero coach. Hey, this is very interesting. From a footballing <laughs> perspective, Romy, eh? yeah. So I, I, that's why I love Golden Arrows. We, I, 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 would speak of the Golden Arrows philosophy, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I stand for. We, 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 we would love to play uh, attractive attacking football mm-hmm. with lots of goals, and and you can always wish for that. You try work towards that, work towards that. At the end of the day, what work on sometimes does not necessarily come out to be exactly what is. There's nothing as difficult as working with human beings. The most difficult art in the world yeah. is working with human beings because they've got changing dynamics. You could prepare and then tomorrow the emotions are at another level. You have to deal with that. It's quite mm. But my, my philosophy in football is to play good attractive football. In, 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 my, in my world, entertainment in as much as there's a business part of it, there's the results part of it, but it has to be entertainment. So we're trying to say, uh, if we can find a way to play uh, through the midfield of the opponent, we should. Mm-hmm. If we cannot, we should find a way to play around them or play over them. 
but with short interpassing game with lots of speed, skill and movement. And it should be entertaining and surprising. Mm-hmm. And I think Golden Arrows to an extent, they do manage to do that. And that's me. Mm-hmm. That kind of so football. footballing philosophy, check. Where exactly are you from is what our caller wants to know. Oh, I think this would be not a, a chapter, it would be a book. <laughs> but <laughs> I will be very brief. My my parents, my parents ended up in Kronstadt in the 40s, in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. So around 1947-48, where they came from was in the Eastern Cape. Mm-hmm. Now, the background of us as South Africans had been that uh, our, our, our past was cut. Not too many of us know exactly where they come from. Mm. And as we as we grew the family tree, the roots were being cut so that you cannot have any point of reference. Okay. But we come from the Eastern Cape now. This is this is what this is what transpired in terms of uh, the the our I don't know how to call it our tribe. Mm-hmm. I I I'm one of Amambondo. Amambondo means uh, that's 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 who we are. Now there there was a fight uh, for the for the kingdomship or the, the the chieftainship whatever it is then, and they split as they split, and then we were we were one from 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 the Amampondo and then it goes on that's where the Nabucho Lampanko Mocholinko and all those, that's where they came from. That's where we come from. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up in Kronstadt. Ending up in Kronstadt meant, which is a book that I was reading, that was written by uh, Solomon Plaque regarding the native life in South Africa, because mm-hmm. I'm deep on wanting to know exactly what transpired in South Africa, what happened. But do you so, consider yourself from the Eastern Cape or from the Free State? From the Eastern Cape. From the Eastern, from the Cape. Eastern Cape. Yes, I was in the state. But 20 years then, my parents were were all over the streets. They were they were told to sleep on the road. They can't be owning any farm. They can't be sleeping anywhere. They needed to be on contract with the farmer they were working on. And the contract of my father, I remember, a contract has expiry date. Mm. Uh, uh, one of one of one statement. My father could not write and could not read, but I remember there was one African sentence he used to say each time there was supposed to be the extension of this contract. Yeah. It would say "Suolank Asegvel," and as long as I wish, what kind of a contract is that? It's mm. not a contract. It is as open as anything. Now that's why every August, whenever it was time to 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 harvest. And this farmer would give them whatever ration and all that and all that. And then the extension of that particular contract would be. So they knew that they were there for life, but mm. there was no legal obligation to the farmer to take responsibility for whatever. Wow. That, that, that's the unfortunate part of the South Africa we come from. You have a contract, but the, pro, the contract does not protect you. Mm. Mm. And, and most of our people were... If the farmer felt, no, 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 they take you, they kick you, they put you on the street. They used to be on the national roads. Mm. South African blacks would be on, in the street doing nothing. Mm. And sometimes camping there waiting for a Samaritan. If your brother or sister from another Jason farm comes in, offers to say, okay, come in, you'd have to seek permission. If mm. that farmer mm. there did not want to, you'll loiter in the streets of South Africa. 
that the book that I'm reading that talks to wow. the native and you South speak Africans. you speak with so much passion as to your your lineage your history your family tree and in closing coach I want to know from you when does your is it biography autobiography when does your book hit the shelves I think there's a stage where you interrogated me and there was one <laughs> deep question yeah you asked me such a deep question Romy and I'm going to expose you now you said to me Steve uh, and more especially when you were a chief, in your book, if it happens, please write down this thing that really had to something mm. that that there's a word that you used, and instead of understanding the question from you, then I felt deeply that goodness me, this lady is so right. I have to say exactly how I felt, and what is it that really broke my heart and tore it into pieces? Mm. It was devastating. But then that's a topic for another day. I'm, 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 I'm writing, there's, there's quite a few of them. The, the trick in this is that I, I hate to be just a football coach, Ron. Because to be honest, football is but just a microscopic reflection of our society. Mm. I wish to reflect on our society. I wish to reflect on me as a person. And I wish to equip people with the understanding of how to go about life. My 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 favorite one. There's about three. In fact, there were five. But I want to know when does yours hit the shelves? Is oh, it yeah, soon? Yeah. Because I've got two minutes to the ad break. Soon. Nah, when can I pick it up? The ad break must must relax a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, the manuscripts are here, but to bring them together and and again, the biggest thing is to get a publisher. You know, there's nothing as as bad as you put so much effort. Mm. And when you hand over your book to whoever is going to do whatever and all that is required in terms of publishing, and then they come and tell you that, listen, we're going 80-20. 80% is ours, 20 is yours. And, and you put all the time and effort and thoughts and every it is you. So I'm also looking at such options. I don't just want to do it and be desperate and end up regretting. Mm. There's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. I want to do something very solid. You've opened up a can of worms. We've got some more callers. I'm going to take the ad break. And when we come back, we go to Mbazo out in Kanana.
1642 it is right here on the touchline i'm in conversation with coach steve compella who has shared with us basically the last 30 days of his life and what he is doing to keep mentally and physically fit and strong as i now go to um Mbezo. he's out in kanana asking the final question for today's chat with steve Mbazo, you're live on the air Afternoon, how are you? Always good, thank you. How are you keeping? I'm doing just fine. The uh, coach is so, listening, go ahead. Okay, uh, Mr. Skipkomper, I just want to know that. Should it happen that one of the Turkish clubs want to wear Mercedes? Would you take it or not? And the second question, in your coaching career, do you regard yourself as a successful or unsuccessful one? Thank you so much there Thank to Mbaza out in Kanana. That is where we're going to leave it. There's just so much, uh, obviously, um, traction. And we will definitely get Coach Steve back perhaps uh, next week for part two as we haven't even touched on half of uh, the questions uh, that have come through. Coach? I think we're trying to get the coach back on the line there. Seem to have lost him as we took the callers there. But remember, we are interactive. Ndumiso Mabena is still coming up. So you get to ask the skipper any question whatsoever. Selo Nduna is naughty because he's already sitting through the mask that Selo is wearing. 0605842250 is the number that you can send through questions for him. And uh, for now, we're wrapping up uh, the conversation we're having with Coach Steve. Coach? Hello? Yes, I can hear you, Romy. I'm with you. Awesome. Did you get the question uh, from Mbazo out in, in Kanana? Not really. I had been cut to that. Sorry, sorry. Um, so he wanted to know, would you deem yourself a successful or unsuccessful coach? And also, if it is that you got a position, I think he mentioned Turkey, if it is that you would leave South Africa. Success and success and success relative, depending on which part of success is referring to. And even from a footballing perspective, there's quite a lot of things that I think they were valuable to humanity that I went through and I share. Mm-hmm. And some of them are everlasting, which to me stands, stands far above anything. Maybe the one that he wants to hear was that winning trophies. You know, the difference in being in a cup final three, four, five times and not winning it uh, should not should not depress you to affect that thinking that, you know, it is failure. Because all you needed was to score that penalty at Mabira. All you needed to do was not to concede that penalty in PE. Mm. All you needed to do was to win the match you played in Bloemfontein against the Solos. But again, winning the Kwasafa under 20 with the under 20s, should not also be something that you would put on top of your calendar. So I'm 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 a very modest person and in even in 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 moments where I thought there had been some success, I, I, I received that with utmost modesty. Mm. Uh, equally so when there's a perception that this was devastating or maybe it was failure, I still find a way to pick on a two beautiful things out of it whilst listening to the voices that do not see the success that I'm going through. Mm, mm. And then the second part of the question, what was the question? Uh, Would you take an offer overseas? I would definitely do that without question. But as is, I'm employed with Golden Arrows. I'm appreciating this. And you know, it's funny, Roman. I'm sure I'm saying this for the first time. Before I went to Bloomfontein Celtic, as soon as I left Kaiser Chiefs, Mm-hmm. There was an offer from Canada, which I was considering sincerely. Mm. And just last minute, I decided, Ahmed, let me let me go to Bloomfontein Celtic. And then I, I was supposed to be in Canada. But then I understood that my decision was me was maybe 
was clouded by some anger and frustration. And sometimes when you act out of anger and frustration, you tend to make mistakes. So I yeah. did not want to commit an error. And then I went to Bloomfontein Celtic. And what happened in Celtic, everybody knows. Coach, on that note, thank you. Thank you for spending time with us here on Radio 2000. We appreciate you and we hope to have part two really soon because, like I said, there's still so many questions that we didn't get through from our listeners. So we make a date soon, Coach. Well done to you guys. Thank you so much for having me continue to be the best post show in the world. Also, the content must be the best. And say hi to Timmy and God bless you. Stay safe, stay home. And let's go through this together. We will indeed, Coach. Thank you very much. Uh, Coach Steve Compella of Golden Arrows, just spending some time with us and letting us in uh, to his home and his heart and as well as his team, what is happening at the moment. But I think very profound words that he says, and I'm going to repeat them again for you because he says, accept, reflect, and advance, especially during this time. So if it is that you're having a moment of weakness, because trust you me, today was not a good day in the Titus household as we mark day 30. I mean, it's not what I'm used to doing. And so having to stay put is something extremely different from my norm. So again, accept, reflect and advance.